Hello, everyone. And I'm very grateful to be streaming for the Pranic World Festival again this year. I must confess that I miss and dream of meeting again in person on the beautiful fields of Italy. And, but for now, we're having this online meeting, this way of sharing with each other that I'm very grateful for. There's an amazing grace in us stopping for a while and allowing this planet to breathe. And that has given us the opportunity to focus on our priorities and maybe reshape our lives a little bit. Maybe we have looked deeper at our needs. Maybe we have looked deeper at our intentions and what is necessary in our life and what no longer isn't. And maybe for a while, we have been able to pause within ourselves in the center of our hearts and look at what we need to do next. Maybe after this time of pause is ending. Every historical moment in the history of humanity where things has stopped, have stopped for a while, has been a moment of great change. And that is why I've chosen to speak today about a new world emerging. The birthing of this new world has been signaled to us uh, long ago, maybe even since 2012, but even more so with the emerging of the Pranic Festivals, where really humanity has started to learn about a new evolutionary step, the ability of being nourished in a different way, but also the ability, which is even more important, to access a new level of consciousness for humans. Because after all, if you're able to nourish yourself from a non-physical source, from an energy source, which is called prana, chi, mana, you know, in different traditions, you are definitely able to access, and it is the end the result of accessing a different stream of consciousness, a higher vibration, if you will. We have worked for this diligently, myself included, for many, many years. Uh, since 2013, uh, I've been sharing the pranic process, uh, either online or live, to help people organically integrate this reality and help them know that there, there is this possibility of transitioning to a higher energy state, which uh, for many has included uh, decreasing their diet exponentially. My journey with this has been for the past 10 years amazing. I've learned that this is a possibility in 2009 from a beautiful friend and teacher called Jasmine. But before that, I learned it in my childhood by stopping my daily nourishment for a while. When I was uh, maybe 14 or 15, I used to eat very little, maybe half an apple a day uh, for a while. I don't remember the length of time 
but I remember the reason as the energy in my house was not so harmonious. I had to, I felt I had to go into a higher vibration somehow. And that has been done probably at that age through decreasing my uh, nourishment, my food intake. But also I was meditating in a crystal uh, daily and that has helped me keep my balance during those times. When the situation in the house was more harmonious, I've been able to go back to normal food and haven't remembered that uh, event since because it wasn't my goal to stop eating. I just felt intuitively how I could manage the situation back then. After almost 20 years or more, I've heard of pranic nourishment and I've heard of the possibility and the people that are nourished by prana and it seemed completely natural to me. I was already a vegetarian back then. I chose to be a vegetarian when I was 17 and then uh, completely went to vegetarianism when I was 27 uh, because uh, when I was 17, I learned intuitively that I shouldn't use animal food. And at 27, I, I had the reasons for my mind. So my mind had also understood why I should stop this completely. So I stopped completely. And it's now 10 years that I've never used uh, meat as nourishment. You know, it's not um, a food for me. So that would be, for me, a first step in the evolution of humanity and in the evolution towards a pranic path. And I'm always telling about this because for me, animals are just as wise as souls as we are humans or maybe wiser than us in certain situations. And they have the right to be on earth just as much as we do. So that's part of pranic nourishment to, or, or a pranic journey to drop animal uh, meat and then after uh, animal products completely it's it's a good start you know on a pranic journey and um, that has you know changed my vibration consistently during the past 10 years you know i've had a lot of detox times i had the one year of eating just cereals in 2012 which has shifted my system to again a higher vibration, a higher frequency. And then the real pranic journey has started. You know, in 2013, I've had a long time without physical food. I've seen and felt how it feels to be nourished by prana, how it feels to actually not need and even not be able to intake physical food you know there's a difference between fasting or juice fasting or water fasting where you mm, would like or even crave for physical food and your um, body weight is decreasing and you are feeling hungry but you're fasting because you want to either purify your body or be more spiritual there's a difference between that and pranic nourishment. The pranic nourishment is a constant state of uh, harmony where you feel nourished, where you feel peaceful without nourish, without physical nourishment, where you feel your system is functioning at high parameters, you're feeling focused, you're feeling 
uh, energetic, energized, you're able to go through your projects and uh, talk to people and do sports and uh, be, um, you know, I was roller skating at that time. I was organizing events with many hundreds of people that were eating, <laughs> but I couldn't take physical food. Not only I wasn't thinking of it or craving for it, which is one sign of pranic nourishment, but I couldn't even, I couldn't even uh, intake. You know, I tried once to eat apple or to, to eat some uh, solid food and I had great pains in my body. It wasn't possible for me to swallow anything that is solid and sometimes even liquids were very heavy to take you know i would take mostly half a glass or one glass of carrot juice that was still purifying certain aspects in my body in some days but in some days i couldn't take anything and i felt completely elated by just this plasma plasmas uh, substance I would call it that was flowing and is flowing through my system through the roof of uh, the mouth and um, it's perfectly energizing the whole body and I never aimed for that I never uh, wanted you know or set as a goal for me to fast or to be in a pranic state for that long it just happened naturally and um, I felt very, very good during that time. And it's kicking in whenever it's necessary. I, whenever it's uh, something really important, you know, to do on this planet, that state automatically, automatically clicks in and I'm not able to even drink water in those times so i'm very focused on a on a higher state of energy a higher source of energy that's nourishing and in other days you know we can just have some liquid uh, either tea or uh, warm soup or water or uh, juice um, or blended fruits like this i'm perfectly fine with either uh, of them but the state of hunger is no longer present. So I would say if you still feel hungry, it means uh, to some degree you still need, um, you know, physical food. And that's the difference between being nourished by prana and being nourished by um, physical food. You know, we can always measure the percentages of pranic nourishment and food intake. And there's a quick breath breath test on my youtube if you type breath test christiana el Trayan, and it's also in um, italian it's called the il testo del respiro it's a very beautiful way to tune into your intuitive side to tune into your body and your breath and check your pranic percentage and see how much you are really nourished by prana and how much percentage of food you can take every day to be in balance because we slowly, slowly, gradually move into pranic nourishment. That's what I believe. It's a process that for some can take days, for some can take months, but for most it takes years. And I truly believe that the natural organic pranic transition is the one that is going, you know, uh, organically. I've had friends who have been on liquids, you know, and smoothies for 
15 years before they went fully on prana without liquids or um, only water, you know, like elitom, elamine, for example. And, and, you know, Jasmine has had 30 years on prana and she's still taking coffee from time to time. So we have to understand that pranic uh, reality is very flexible, is very fluid, is very... Um, it's a very personalized individual journey. So if somebody gives you a recipe and says, this is the, the way and this is the only way to be on prana, it's best that you, you know, run away <laughs> because maybe that person is not completely knowing the infinite diversity on this planet and beyond and in human species and in interstellar species and beyond so that's the first thing to say you know you have to be careful with your rhythms if you're choosing this path try to measure your pranic percentage try to go organic try to purify your body uh, as much as possible you know detox on all levels do physical detox, do emotional detox, do spiritual and mental detox. And that's what's going to keep you in balance. And that's the first thing I feel to approach, you know, during this talk, because it's so, so important that our vehicle, our vessel is cleared, you know, at the physical, emotional and mental level so that we can access this state. And when we talk about pranic state, we don't only talk about the ability of being nourished by prana. Uh, you know, not taking physical food is just one of the cities or superpowers or features of our bodies that can be accessed when in a higher state of consciousness. So when we're talking about pranic state, we're actually referring to a high state of consciousness where your emotions are in balance, are imbalance are completely embraced and completely acknowledged and accepted and um, integrated where your thoughts are in balance and you're able to monitor and change your thoughts at well you know from negativity from doom and gloom to choosing what thoughts you want to you want to emit and manifest because you're such a powerful manifester all of you and uh, the mastery of your minds is the key for the evolution of human species and for your personal evolution as, as, um, as an individual. So that's the pranic state to me and also the state of love and compassion and kindness towards others and towards ourselves is the beginning of all that you know we cannot force ourselves into things that would harm our bodies that would deplete our energies or that would numb or uh, you know clutter or, or or fog our minds we have to be careful with all that and that's why again i'm inv inviting people to always check themselves and measure uh, when they start a pranic process so that's the first thing I'm, I'm approaching. And, you know, there's many traditions that have spoken about it. They have addressed this topic with either uh, calling it Pigu in China, you know, the ability of being nourished by Qi, or they have called it, um, called it the, the accessing of the rainbow body or the body of light in the Tibetan tradition, it's all referring to the, to the same thing, you know, 
having a body that is um, more and more upgraded, that is lighter and lighter, that has, you know, features and abilities that are beyond what we could think of uh, and what we were taught in school, to, to, to be aware that the physical matter that you're made of is not so dense and not so material actually, and that it's made out of molecules and atoms, and that it, it's naturally therefore made of energy, and that's why you're uh, able <laughs> to be nourished by energy, because you are made of energy, you are made of, of this, um, these molecules and atoms that are that are able to absorb energy as nourishment and when you measure your your daily food intake you're actually measuring calories which is the measurement of energy which you know it helps us understand that it is energy that is um, actually nourishing us all the time you know whether you choose to take it as solid matter and break it down then into the molecules and atoms that are uh, gonna nourish your cells and this, discard the rest, or whether you choose through daily practice and lifestyle to um, go directly, you know, from source energy, that's, that's a choice that each one makes. And it's not even, you know, uh, a choice or a goal to set. It's a natural byproduct or uh, end result of our rising of frequency. When we rise our frequency, we naturally enter that state. Most of us also, depending on our, our life contract this time, but most of us feel naturally now to diminish their food intake and to go lighter. And that reflects globally in the numbers of, uh, of vegans, you know, that are uh, rising up and the numbers of fruitarians and the numbers of people that are doing juice nourishment, you know, because naturally all of our bodies are transforming. And <clears throat> if we look at the global situation that is now displaying and, and, and you know, playing out, it's all um, a proof of our body transforming you know our immunity system are transforming the way we relate to the planet is transforming um the way we we access energy is transforming many people while being ill or being challenged you know with their health you know even at the mind level being afraid of not getting ill have naturally started to nourish themselves differently have started to detox have started to approach a new diet you know and um, and and study which are the fruits and vegetables and juices that can uh, improve that you know can improve our general system and during this past two months of seclusion we've had three uh, pranic processes on light in, online, each one of eight days, um, where we helped people go into that, go into a lighter diet, go into a better immune system, go into a higher frequency, go into a new mindset, step into a new mindset, mindset, step into a new way of 
um, dealing with emotions, you know, and accepting their emotions, and most of all, stepping into a new lifestyle, which is encompassing all the the all the above, you know, the choices of your lifestyle, your daily choices, what you um, spend, how you spend your time, and what you focus your energy on are the things that are upgrading your energy and uplifting your whole system to be able to nourish yourself lightly. So from this perspective, I believe that the global situation has been very useful for the evolution of humanity if, with, with all respect and compassion, you know, for the people that have suffered. But, you know, suffering is a way of learning that some have chosen and some have chosen to step out of also. So it's a choice. Suffering is a choice. And uh, it's a pre-agreed choice that many people have made before incarnating and some are awakening up to the reality that suffering is no longer necessary. And then they are choosing to learn in a different way and to evolve into a different way. Through, the, the, You can also evolve through compassion. You can also evolve through a well-chosen lifestyle and well-chosen thought forms you know you can actually choose your thoughts and some thoughts are leading you to suffering and some thoughts are leading you to joy leading you to joy and that's that's a choice and the more you train your mind and your energy bodies to to react to higher energy and not resonate to lower energies the more you can uh, stay in that state of joy and uh, beyond the state of suffering that's what we've seen and on the planet generally many people have resisted the state of love and joy that was you know brought to us for many sages have brought it to us as a possibility you know 5,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago, you know, Buddha, the Christ, all of them, Krishna talked about the possibility of being in a state of love, in a state of joy, in a state of harmony with all others, in a state of compassion. And many on the planet have resisted that for 2,000 years. Uh, you know, humanity has created different realities that have not aligned at all to that state of love and joy. And from that perspective, suffering has been necessary um, as to, to bring them a different choice. But from the perspective of the people that have chosen to stay in compassion, in kindness, to hold a high frequency, you know, uh, this uh, global aspect has been just a time of rest and the time of um, maybe merging new realities. You know, I myself have um, spent my time uh, while I was at home uh, either sharing pranic processes or other classes with people, doing volunteer work for children online with my um, intuitive art webinars, uh, writing my two new books. You know, I've written five already that you can access on my website soulhealingacademy.com and the two new books are now uh, you know uh, on the process of being completed i've spent my time meditating deeper on on the life aspects that are still to harmonize within myself i spend my time 
preparing the new projects that are coming in, you know, because we've been organizing four uh, global festivals uh, so far, uh, three of them in Romania, one of them in India this March, and the new one in August is coming in Romania live um, here on August 15 to 19. So it's still a process for me to, to prepare all this stuff. I spent my time organizing a Prani Festival online that has been ongoing through uh, March, April, and also May now. And there's many, many conferences and live talks with the people that I've loved and, and appreciated on my Pranic path that can bring solutions in these times of change. So the way we spend our time is very important for us to maintain a high frequency, and that's what I've been doing. Uh, with these last 10 years of planetary work and the project that, projects that I've been attending to, uh, I've learned a lot about collaborations and the importance of staying together and collaborating together. I've been collaborating with Nicolas on the festival in Italy uh, every year and uh, with all my Pranic colleagues and all the other colleagues on the planet that are working for the upliftment of humanity, like Nassim Haramim, Adam Polo, Robert Grant, Dr. Sudhir Sah. Um, who has uh, monitored the yogi, the Pratharian Pralat, Jani. I've been collaborating with all of those and trying to bring them together as often as possible because our joint energy is keeping the planetary frequency high. And that's, that's you know, my only um, field of interest at the moment. And for the ones that are aiming you know to go on a pranic path i couldn't recommend more the research and the diving deeper into possibilities and to choose someone to work with at least at the beginning to to clear your path you know to clear your channels to clear your chakras to detox your bodies physical emotional and mental to prepare the vessel you know for more light because to do it by yourself, yes, it's also possible. People have asked me all the time, what's the difference between doing it yourself and working with others, with, with someone who's trained in this? I say, yes, doing it yourself is possible, but it's the hard way, you know? <laughs> Sometimes you bust, you, and, and I, I don't recommend, you know, pranic processes to be done by yourself, especially not the 21-day process. I mean, to have at least a guide, you know, on your pranic process is very important, you know, to be able to get feedback and monitor yourself and make sure you don't kill yourself, you know, that's also important. And to measure your pranic percentage daily, you know, and if you're not at 100% to, com to complete or, or, or level, you know, up to 100% with some juices or some fruits or some vegetables is very, very important because there's a high importance of having a strong foundation, a strong base chakra, you know, and not deplete that because otherwise you won't have anything to build on, you know, and I've worked with hundreds of people coming out of pranic processes, coming out of pranic festivals, 
very, very depleted because they strongly believe they should stay 20 days on water or these or liquids. And they strongly believe that they should do, you know, how many days of dry fast because they thought that's going to make them more spiritual and more enlightened. But in truth, it is balance that's helping you, you know, be in that state and not depleting your bodies. So it's only when you feel nourished and harmonious that you can really drop your food. Yes, fasting is necessary as a purification process, you know, as a as a as a as a um, as a way of dropping some aspects or or die or 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 even detoxing and healing some parts of your system but you don't have you don't you mustn't push it beyond uh, the margins of your balance because if you get into imbalance and you deplete your bone structure your muscular structure and your energy is quite difficult to 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 get back to harmony and i tell you that from my own experience and with you know, from the experience that I have with with hundreds of clients all over the world, you know, it's the first thing to advise you that one, you should have somebody to to give you feedback and, and talk to about these things, somebody that's more experienced, and two, have the lifestyle to support it, and three, have a day, you know, which includes a daily practice of breath work, meditation, connecting to the universe, taking care of your body, and so on. And uh, to also measure your percentage all the time. That's what I could, you know, I would highly recommend for everyone. And uh, to stay in contact with this universal force that is nourishing us all is very, very important because it's, uh, help, it's helping us keep in balance. And everybody's asking probably okay how do we do that because there's the news that are destabilizing us and there's you know we have kids we have family we have businesses we have things to take care of there's the financial situation the economical things changing on the globe so on and so forth how do we stay in balance with all this craze you know <laughs> that's the main question and i i couldn't you know stop recommending if you take at least 10 to 21 minutes of breath work and meditation daily, that would keep you in balance. I mean, even if you think you don't have time, try to wake up half an hour earlier and you'll make that time. And those, those 30 minutes will give you the energy and the stamina and the support to be more focused during the day, to feel more nourished, to feel more balanced emotionally, to not overreact and jump on things without discernment and to be more productive. You know, there's at least five benefits to waking up 30 minutes earlier to meditate. And that's how you make time, you know, for meditation. And, and that helps you be more productive. Therefore, you re it reduces your work time and it helps you eventually have more time during the day, which is, you know, a paradox. You don't have time to meditate, but if you make time to meditate, you then have more time for 
everything else, you know, <laughs> because you get more energy. And the things that you would do in five hours, maybe you can do in two hours or, or learn to delegate what's not important and have the discernment to select your tasks, which is, which is also a way of making time. Uh, so meditation is crucial, is number one step. Whoever tells you it's not necessary, you know, question that because if you have other ways of taming your mind, you know, all the sages have recommended this way. There's also the possibility to daily connect to universal force to, through prayer or communion or asking and receiving information, you know, staying tuned to receive and asking questions all the time for your spirit to guide you during the day. If you take the habit to do that, you know, either before starting your day and also before going to bed, you know, ask to whomever you believe in, you know, God or the universal energy or some um, angel or ascended master that you believe in, ask to be guided and helped. And to connect with that energy is giving you the fuel and the guidance uh, to to go through the, through your days with with a, with a with a higher vibration. And you no longer feel that you're doing everything all by yourself. You know you have the support that's coming from a source that high, that's higher than your mind that can you know hold you through your life. And to have then the courage and the determination. To listen to your guidance is part of the journey, is part of the process. So don't ignore that if you're finally receiving it. To monitor your mind and be able to um, question your thoughts and whatever you're fed as information, you know, it's another important thing. To monitor your diet and see why you're making the choices that you're making. You know, why do, you, do I choose to put this in my body and to chew it? You know, that's very important. And to ask yourself all the time, do I really need this? Is this really beneficial for me? Is this something that is uplifting my frequency or, or, or lowering my frequency and my level of energy? And always choose your products and the things that you eat from that place of acknowledging your body's needs and to generally acknowledge your body's needs, you know, with, with the movement, with the clothing, with the body products that you use, everything that you use, you know, on your body, it should be harmonious and it should be natural, natural. Otherwise your skin and your, your blood are suffering from over cluttering with toxins. You know, you have to, to look at that as well. Take time to spend time in silence. Take time to spend time in nature and um, rest within the trees and with the plants. That's gonna uplift your frequency very much. Um, choose wisely the music and the sounds that you're listening to and the words and the things that you're pronouncing as well, because everything that you listen or speak is. Um, you know, is impacting the water in your body and it's changing your molecular structure. Therefore, it's influencing you very, very much at a subtle level. So if you want to stay in balance, you know, listen to harmonious music, listen to beautiful words, listen to um, things that are constructing 
beautiful realities in your imagination and, 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 you know, discard all the rest because, you know, listening to heavy music or looking at horror movies or the news that are always showing the gloom and doom on the planet is influencing the, your system in a, in a very powerful way. And in, it's hard to, to stay in balance if you're doing that, you know. Maybe some of you haven't looked at this very much, but it's a big part of leading a pranic lifestyle. And last but not least, you know, do something for others just because you can, you know. Put yourself in service. Find your gift. Learn what makes your heart sing and do it just because you can and just because you love it. And that's going to help you a lot with, with everything in your life, you know, it's going to uplift your frequency. It's going to make you feel good about yourself. It's going to help you see that you're on a path and you're guided and you're helped and you're supported and that you are useful for humanity. You're here for a purpose. You have a reason for your, your breathing every day. And that's very, very important as well. So these eight steps that I've just said now you know meditation connection to the universe uh monitoring your mind or mind mastery uh lightening up your diet and uh, taking care of your body and choices that you make for your body spending time outside in nature and spending time in silence doing um selfless service for others just because you can and paying attention to your music and sounds these are crucial things that make up the lifestyle of a pranic person. The most pranic people that I met, including myself, are, uh, you know, very much um, including these aspects in our day-to-day -day life. And this can actually change and uplift uh, your frequency. And this is what we're sharing in the pranic process uh, online that uh, I'm doing um, constantly you know and this is what i'm sharing in all conferences and this is the life that i know you know that's uplifting the frequency uh and this is what creates a better world you know for ourselves and for the ones around you because the calmer we are you know the more we can impact others positively and make the lights of the ones around us more beautiful you know when we shine out our light all the others are benefiting from it and if I would look, you know, at what we call future, <laughs> I would say that we're transitioning to a really, really beautiful world. And uh, as we're becoming more mindful about how we use our resources and how we use our nourishment, it's becoming possible for us to access free energy as we're learning more and more about the energy vortices of the planet and the natural um, places of power, you know, that I'm working with during the trip of the sun after each pranic festival, we're becoming more aware of how to tune into source and how to amplify our energy. And we are creating a world where more compassion is prevailing, where kindness is prevailing, where ecological um, lifestyle is prevailing, where we're taking care of our bodies and using them wisely and having um, great 
way of accessing the superpowers or the, the latent powers of our or our biological systems and we share with others from a physical level from a very wise way you know not just for pleasure not just because it's fun but because we're deeply you know in love and wanting to share that energy and, and the energy of love instead of, of just <laughs> doing something that we've seen on TV. And that's important to know, you know, for young people, for adolescents, for even for older people, you know, it's important to know that our bodies are sacred and that in our uh, new world, in our future world, that sacrality of our bodies, that sacredness is to be honored, you know, from now and from now on, and that we look at this with more wisdom. Um, and that, you know, this way of seeing the world and ourselves, it's making the difference, you know, is erasing our name from the book of death and it's rewriting our names in the book of life and in the book of immortality. And I strongly believe that a longer lifespan on this planet is possible. The ancient civilizations of Lemuria and Atlante, Atlantean uh, systems and beyond even were having this knowledge and this way of living and they were able to stay on the planet for hundreds and thousands of years at their choice and then they would chose to choose to evolve into a higher form of presenting themselves but that that wasn't death you know the consciousness was never departing or or ceasing to exist from that system, from that soul, and they would transition towards higher systems without forgetting who they are. And that's also possible for us too, you know, that's possible for us to transition to higher consciousness without leaving our bodies. You know, we're able to access our rainbow body. We're able to access our light body. We're able to access the highest state of consciousness in this physical suit, you know, that this is not a dungeon, this is not a trap that you've been trapped in. This is a system, a biosystem, a biocomputer that is perfectly designed to its utmost details to be able to fully encompass light and a higher state of consciousness. But for that, you have to take care of it. And treated harmoniously and treated as you've had as if you had the best starship the best starship that you could access that is you know able to transmit information telepathically is able to uh, remote view remote heal remotely change frequencies all over the world that's your body that can actually do that and it's it's your choice whether you access these abilities or not you know but they are possible for everyone and some sage said that you know what one man can do everyone can do if they trust and have a, you know faith as much as a grain of sand, you know? <laughs> what if we had more than a grain of sand? What if you really believe, you know, that you're made in the image of your creator, you know? <laughs> if that would be your belief, you would actually start to manifest that in, in your body and in your life. So 
that's my invitation and my advice, you know, to look at higher possibilities for this world and for yourself and see how you can access them. And, you know, if you need help, there's resources that we have, you know, there's many, many speakers in this, this festival that are offering different possibilities. And uh, also on my website, soulhealingacademy.com, you can access the Prani Consciousness Summit with more than 30 interviews with Prani people where I've asked them the nitty gritty of Prani nourishment and Pranic path just to help people better understand it. And you can access the Pranic World book, which is on the Amazon, which is referring to all the Pranic systems that I've seen and the modalities and detox and um, the aspects that I've encountered in Pranic festivals and while working with people one-on-one. So there's resources, there's the YouTube channel that I, that I utilize, you know, um, which is called Christiana El Trayan, where you find lots and lots of videos on this. And this topic is approached from so many different angles, either by myself or by me and my colleagues of, on this Pranic Path discussing together. There's the Pranic Festival online that we did in May that you can also access. There's this Pranic Festival. There's the recordings of the previous Pranic Festivals that um, the YouTube channel of uh, Pranic World Festival is offering. There's so much that you can learn from. And do your research. You know, don't just follow one idea. Go dive deeper, see what you can tap into, you know, and if you need help, you know, there's the pranic process online, there's the pranic process one-on-one that I'm doing with people where we lead um, to a higher frequency uh, in seven sessions of one-on-one discussions and meditations. Very easy to to understand the blockages in your lives and um, the points where prana is not fully circulating and to, 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 to unlock that and to dissolve that and to move into an into a easier way and more flowing and fluent way of functioning on this planet. So that's available for all of you. Just research and, you know, take notes and then go on Google and, 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 and dive deeper. You know, that's my invitation. Hmm. And before I leave you uh, and end this conference, I would love to give you the invitation to experience together this pranic state, you know, just centering your hearts for a while. Just a brief exercise or guided meditation just to be able to raise our frequencies and join hearts together because I always love to, to Start and end in the place of heart. That's our only home. Home is where your heart is. So let's start tuning in our hearts. Let's imagine that each one were in a light column from the center of the universe to the center of the earth. Let's visualize or sense or feel that we're breathing the light from this light column. And start breathing deeper. Start breathing into your hearts now. Start imagining that your heart chakra has a nose and that you're breathing through this chakra of yours. And each time you inhale, you inhale more light from the light column around you. That is in the most 
appropriate color, the most appropriate energy for you now. And each time you exhale, you exhale out all the worries, tensions, concerns, thoughts, thought forms, whatever is no longer serving you, just for you to be able to be present in this meditation with us now. And while you take another deep breath in and you're still in this light column, you know, that is like a cylinder with a diameter like your hand stretched out that is dissolving, transmuting, transforming whatever is not necessary for you now, whatever you're able and free to release. You take another deep breath and you notice that you have a connection cable that comes down all the way from the center of the universe all the way down from the heart of the central sun, all the way down to the top of your heads, coming down through the center of your heads, through the center of your neck, right down into the center of your hearts. And you notice or sense or feel how your heart chakra is expanding with every breath. As you breathe in the slide from the center of the heart of the central sun down into the center of your heart. And with this expansion of your heart chakra, you maybe notice that your heart chakra is a crystal. In your heart chakra, you have this crystal that's getting activated with every drop of light that's flowing down from the center of the central sun down into your body, down into your heart, activating this crystal in the center of your heart. Maybe you feel happiness or joy flowing in. Maybe you feel this blissful energy that's flowing in, or maybe you don't feel anything, but just hold the image as your crystal is becoming brighter and brighter in the center of your heart, getting fully activated with the energy of the central sun. Flowing down into your heart now. Allow it to flow. Allow it to enhance your heart chakra with every inhale and with every exhale. Feel this energy from the crystal inside your heart, how it radiates into your cells, into your organs, into your physical systems, the circulatory system, the muscular system, the bone system the lymph system, the blood, the skin, the nerves, the chakras, the nadis, all of them are getting imbued with this light from the center of your heart that's radiating out like a sun now into all your physical systems, nourishing every cell, increasing the ATP quantity in every molecule of your body. ATP being the energy that is nourishing your cells. Breathe this in from the center of the central sun through your connection cable that is coming down from the center of the universe down into the center of your heart. And exhale it out into your cells, into your organs, into all your physical systems, then into your auric field, nourishing the emotional the mental system and beyond, and then out into the universe. Breathe in again. Allow this energy to flow down into your heart. Breathe out, allow it out into your cells, organs, all physical systems, or it filled and out into the universe.
radiate it out. Feel yourself filled, feel yourself full, feel yourself complete by this amazing love breath that is nourishing all of which you are. And let it flow also into your lower centers, into your lower chakras and down through your feet, down towards the soles of the feet. It flows from your heart towards your feet and the soles of the feet and down towards the center of the earth. You see yourself having roots like a big tree that grow towards the center of the earth. You feel these roots reaching the center of the earth, the heart of Gaia. You feel that in the heart of Gaia, there's this sun, there's this crystal, a third crystal. that is now connecting to the energy from the central sun down through your heart sun into the earth sun, into the earth crystal. These three crystals align. These three hearts align. The heart of the central sun, the sun in your heart, the sun in the center of the planet. Feel how it feels to be connected to the heart of Gaia. Feel the heart of Gaia expanding her love, her light, rays of light radiating from the heart of Gaia all the way through her structures, out through the crust and out through the atmosphere, all the way out, shining almost like a star. This heart of Gaia is becoming something else. The planet is evolving as we speak, as we focus our love towards its center from the center of the universe being the perfect transceivers, the perfect pranic bodies. (laughs) It's upgrading the very body of our planet, (laughs) helping us evolve even more. And we receive this love back into our system, back from the center of Gaia, flowing up through our roots, flowing up through the soles of our feet flowing up through the ankles, calves, knees, thighs, flowing up to our hips, flowing up through the base of the spine and all the way up through the spine to our heart chakra, uniting with the energy of our heart, with the energy from the center of the universe, flowing up to the top of our heads, finally up fully. We feel each cell filled with this energy from the heart of Gaia that is uniting with the energy from the center of the universe, the perfect masculine feminine dance in the center of our hearts and in the center of our cells, vibrating every cell of our bodies and our auric fields to the perfect masculine feminine balance now. And as our bodies fall, it radiates out in a toroidal system through the top of our heads, forming a biofield around us, a spherical biofield, a big sphere around us flowing like a torus system, forming a shield around us. This bio-shield, perfect strength, keeping out the radiations, the Wi-Fi, the thought forms that we don't need everything that's not necessary for us, everything that's not beneficial, only allowing in the energies that are for us the highest good. That's your bio shell, that's your cocoon of energy. And if you keep that with your intention, reminding yourself to reinforce it with your breath, 
that's what's keeping you nourished all the time and protected all the time and harmonized all the time. And that's a tool to utilize. Repeat this meditation as long as you need, maybe for 20, 28 days, reinforce this and see if you go lighter. You know, just do this practice every day. That's my tool, my gift for you. And I wish you use it wisely. And we come back into our bodies now. Come back into the soles of the feet, the ankles, the knees, the thighs. Come back into your hips, fully present in your body, in your abdomen, lower back, upper back, fully present in your chest, fully present in your arms, fully present in your neck, the shoulders, the shoulder blades, fully present in your face, fully present in your head, all the way to the top of your head and to the tips of your hairs, you're fully present in this body back into the room, back with your attention in your heart and, and open your eyes if you had them closed. And I'm saluting you all from my heart of hearts. And I'm inviting you to follow your heart on your pranic path and always be in your heart. And that's what, what's keeping you into a high frequency. You know, the heart is your crystal your generator generator of energy and if you keep connecting daily to the center of the universe and to the center of the earth you're going to have this crystal fueled all the time stay a transceiver for a higher light and be in harmony on this planet and if you want to talk to me maybe and book um, a session or ask for advice or do the pranic process one-on-one -on -one, or do the training live of eight days of pranic process online just go on my website you know soulhealingacademy.com you can check the events section and see what's coming next or the contact details or the books and videos sections on my website where you find free videos with many 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 gifts there and conferences and workshops and whatnot and uh you know go on my facebook christiana el Trayan and uh, instagram with the same name and you can utilize that for uh further contact and further information and check the page of the pranic festival in romania the Facebook page and check the Facebook page of uh, the pranic consciousness process where new interview, uh, yeah, pranic consciousness process where new processes are being announced and the pranic consciousness summit where new interviews are being placed. And there's all these resources that you can check. So enjoy and have a beautiful life. And let's meet again soon in our hearts or in shape maybe at the Prani Festival in Romania or through a Prani process or online anytime or in a future event. I'm sending you much love to all. And thank you, Nicolas and team for hosting us. <laughs> and I'm very, very grateful to all for watching. Much love and joy from my heart to yours. <laughs>